Hi, you are listening to Creatrix Culture. I am your host, Sarah Wolf, and today we are with the magical Heidi Pop. And we met randomly during the pandemic through someone I had met, Michelle, on a Facebook group. Then we realized there's a bunch of us who are high vibe, high spiritual beings here in Los Angeles. And we had a random lunch one day in the middle of the pandemic. And that's where I met you. And then we realized through that, that we have a close, dear friend, Jenny Carnes, who's been on the show as well. And it's just like this world is, you know, it's it is a small world, you know, and especially when birds of a feather, it just gets like smaller and smaller that everyone kind of knows someone. Um, so welcome, Heidi. Thank you. Hi, I'm still floating, by the way, because you facilitated a sound bath last weekend for Jenny's birthday. Uh-huh. So my daughter and I went and I'm still like, oh, amazing. <laughs> I love it. That's so good to hear. So Heidi what worked in the entertainment industry for you just said 35 years, correct? Like if, if, cut and paste, yeah, thirty five. You know, doing smush it all together, maybe 30. on camera. You were acting, right? Mm-hmm. And then you were just telling me you're the snack lady, which I was telling you that I absolutely love because I love snacks more than anything in this world. So you worked on set as a snack lady for a long time. Yeah. And then what came about for you transitioning out of the entertainment industry? Yeah, that last fifteen years was all craft service. And I was in the unions and everything and did great jobs, had a blast, but it was our little blip that happened March, 2020. Once Mm -hmm. um, the industry closed only until June and then they reopened because, you know, they're essential. (laughs) And, but all these mandates were in place that did not align with me whatsoever. It wasn't even just about the packaged food anymore because I was known for high vibe foods and I was a high vibe snackages was my thing. And um, it wasn't just everything individually packaged, you know, it didn't change. It, it, I mean, it changed what I did and that hurt, but they also required all this crazy stuff that I'm like, I don't even align with it. And I'm not going to fake my way through it either. If yeah. you can't see my smile, that was half my job and hugging people that I'm like, why am I even here? Why am I even here? And they kept asking. I even got asked another couple months ago, are you back? You know, a big fancy A-list thing. I'm like, medical choice. So I walked away. Yeah. And then I started going, oh my goodness, my children, (laughs) there they are. (laughs) And I, we connected more. Yeah. I got into their journey. Because working on set is long hours. It is I mean, to be honest, I like, cause when I started acting, I also was doing behind the camera stuff and I worked different jobs. I did like, I wardrobe to film. I second aided D to film. I've done line producing and production managing and all this different stuff. This is really funny, but one of the reasons why I didn't continue down that path is cause I was always cold and tired. That's the and two like, top, top three things. I just really, you don't go hungry. No, you don't go hungry. But I was, I was just tired of being tired and cold. And I was like, I don't think this is the career path for me. Yes. If you are making your way up the ladder, you do not sleep much and you say yes to everything. It's yes. And, and I did wind up getting in a position where I was working part-time um, because I was still the head of household and I still needed to somewhat be a mother for my children too. So I always got by, I never like got ahead. I worked for who I wanted to. And I worked jobs that would fit into our life. Cause my, my, I, the extra day of work I would get would be a prep day and that's shopping for the food and prep prepping it and everything. And the kids did that with me. So I got to be with them. So it was those set days that, yeah, I would leave at four or five in the morning, get back at eight at, at night, maybe. And then you'd have to clean up. You had to have a really good team in place to watch your kids. If not, my mom was in town to do it but I had to like rely on a lot of other moms and that got really exhausting and it's very taxing on the kids. So I was in survival mode. So I was like, thank you, mic drop. I did a great job and walking away. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, gosh, it really is a lot of work. Where are you from? Mostly Chicago. Yeah. I started in the industry in Chicago. Yeah. Wow. That was that world, like the industrials and advertisements. And I was in the Sears catalog, but I was measuring ladies' boobs. I'd be like, "Hmm," with pictures. Oh my God, I love that. So (laughs) like McDonald's industrials, like corporate, like, okay, wash your hands. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> really, really top notch award winning. Right, stuff. right. I mean, <laughs> and it's so funny how it all plays out now, like where we're at now and like everything. And it's like, do we even care anymore? Like these like big dreams or like these these paths that we are going trying to go into a certain avenue. And then yeah. now that the veil has thinned and the information has started to come out and we really see like the industry for what it is, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. that's really yeah. it's been interesting to like yeah, like unhook from certain dreams and then see it so clearly for what it is. And then how do I make new dreams around that, I guess, or new goals. And Mm -hmm. I think like Heidi's a big truther and, and loves to get the information out there. And I've loved following her and seeing what she posts around that and cheering her on. But I would have to say out of everything that I've learned for things I've just intuitively felt or known for a long time, things that I actually found out, rabbit holes that I've dived down, I would have to say where they got me that I did not know. And my biggest heartbreak was actually around the entertainment industry. Because when I was young, I wanted to, and I I do believe there's an avenue that we're going to be able to go this way, but it's so infiltrated right now. And there's such an agenda, but my whole point of being an actress, and it wasn't going to stop there. It was going to be writing, producing, and directing films. I just loved films when I was young. And is that make-believe world, is that the telling of the story, right? And now Mm -hmm. so many stories, the telling of the stories are just like layered in agenda and layered with like programming and layered with symbology and layered with bad or good, right? Because sometimes in that symbology and in that agenda is awakening because you they're telling you exactly what's happening it's actually not make-believe they're putting it in story Mm -hmm. form though right I would have to say that I thought when I was young coming to Los Angeles and being an actress and wanting to go on this path was to help like really that I was going to have a platform to bring this work that was deep in me to help awaken people right yeah and my biggest heartbreak was to find out that's not what they did yeah yeah And I'm like, that's where they got me. Right. And the rest of it, I'm like, yeah, I kind of knew this was bullshit or this was weird or that seemed shady or, you know, the government X, Y, Z, you know, but that's where I had my like biggest, like, oh, this isn't at all the bigger of this industry. And there's pockets and there's layers that I know is doing good and is good. But yeah. Yeah. I'm a big advocate for that because there's so many light beans in there trying Mm -hmm. to light it up from within and keep it balanced. Yeah. But to know that like at one point I was working for pretty much a demon. And I'm like, I'm literally feeding the cabal. Like Mm -hmm. I'm feeding the cabal (laughs) and I'm taking their money. So this energy exchange is toxic. Mm -hmm. And so I had to really be smart with, I, the only jobs I said no to, I said no to a couple Maxine, like, Mm -hmm. like big pharma promos. Mm -hmm. Um, But most of the time I would show up and not know what the job was till I got there because they use code names. So, but the one time I knew what it was, I'm like, I'm good. I'm booked. Sorry. Thank you. Um, Just because I started getting aware of the energy exchange of it all. And then, then some of the jobs were taken out of survival and I just had to grin and bear it. Like I was just like, put your head down and work, Heidi. Just, this is about the paycheck right now. So you can get back home to the kids and the leftovers. It was all about the leftovers. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't grocery shop for myself for years. (laughs) I call it Robin Hooding though, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah they're they're uh, we're gonna find the exchange we're gonna cross paths with it you know what I mean we're gonna have to like maneuver through certain certain things because like I constantly say we do live in the third dimension the third dimension does have we still operate around certain things that are in place right yeah we're not on the other side yet so we have to play the game in a sense to where we actually are at in this current time and space right so the way like I've been able to like put it in my brain to make me not get so, you know, whatever, I'm frustrated or whatever, as I just call it Robin Hooding. Like I take, I get what I need from here and do what I need to do and then bring it over here and help Yeah. to ra- continue to raise the consciousness, right? It's like transmuting it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you'll love this. So I would have jobs. So towards the end of my career, um, like 17, 18, 19, I would host gatherings at my house. 
and we'd have, you know, meditations and sound baths, or we'd have military insiders giving us intel, like we were disclosing the truth mm -hmm. and going down all the rabbit holes, but supporting each other. So what I did, at, why I hosted is I always loved hosting and I had great outdoor space was I took all my leftovers from food and I just fed everyone. So the stuff that came from these like Disney or Apple or, you know, these big crazy companies we're truthing. And so we're transmuting, laughing, eating the leftover cucumbers and things like, uh -huh. thanks, you know, Revlong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Thanks yeah. for feeding all these truthers today. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're going to dig into your company. <laughs> and then we'd start right. researching. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. So when, well, I'm curious, because I don't think we've talked about this I was on Heidi's show, which I'm going to say the name of your show right now because I love it so much. <laughs> She's transitioned out of another show. She's creating her, has created her, her new show and it's high vibe human experience. Hang out with Heidi. Boom. <laughs> Otherwise H B H E H H. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit on that again. <laughs> high vibe um, hang out. Yeah, there, high vibe hangout. Fun. I was just on mm -hmm. her show and there was some things that we didn't talk about. Um, yeah. Because I was on your show. So now I want to dig down some things with you now that you're here and it's more about you than it's about me. When in when did you start coming across, like before you started like, you know, really being the voice of the, of the truth or stuff? And yeah. when did you come across it or when did you have your wake up to it and the, and the sure. information? Well, I'd say pockets growing up would always make me go, huh, like 9-11 was, I remember opening at Sunset Gower Studios. I was a PA at one of the production companies there. Mm -hmm. And I just got into LA like a year before. And I'm in charge of opening the office and turning all the TVs and getting everything ready, start the coffee, do, do, do. And every TV I turned on, there's something going on. And I got all these hits of like, Hollywood, you know, just be mindful. And I just watched the LA shut down. I remember the boss called me and said, close down the office, Heidi, go home. We'll tell you when you need to come in. And I drove home and it was, everyone's going like 10 miles an hour, but I kept getting this hit. I'm like, I don't know if this is what it is supposed to be. So that kind of confused me as to why I was not so, I just thought something else. There was another story, mm -hmm. but it was actually 15. Oh no, I got to go back to 2010 when I got pregnant with my first child. And I didn't have, I had a really old school, awesome doctor because she appreciated how healthy I was. Even at an older age, she she basically didn't have to work with me very much. I was going to say no to everything. She didn't even offer me. Come to find out all my friends who were getting pregnant were offered all these ja crazy jabs, you know, all this mm -hmm. stuff. I had a very different experience until she was born. And then I felt I had to fight for her right. You know, like, don't touch her. Like, we're good. Mm -hmm. it, I thought I had researched enough to follow Dr. Sears program, which delayed this um, the jabby things. Mm -hmm. And so I waited until she was like four and a half months for even her first one. And she seizured in my arms and no one helped me at the office. And it wasn't at the office when I got home. So they like, bring her in. And that was a horrible night. The whole night I knew that that was a seizure. And they basically go, oh, well, I don't think it took. We're going to do it over. And I was just what? got this. Yeah. That's like the next day. And I was like, you don't think that had any relation to it? And all my alarms are going off. But meanwhile, they, they were barely looking me in the eye, barely looking at her. It was just standard. And I was just everything in me, which I know wasn't just me. My entire team, my guides, my higher self, everything was like, get the F out and don't turn around. And I did. And I started researching like nobody's business. And I was on my own. I did not have a mom who breastfed or... Um, I was vaccine injured as a kid. Like I had oh, really? to find everything out myself. So I started finding the others in 2010. I, I had a teacher I used to work with in Chicago. She's one of the founders of the Thinking Mom Revolution. And she started sending me books. And she's like, I see you online because I'm questioning. I'm telling my whole story online. Like, oh, little girl's going in for her first thing. And then later, like, oh my God, what just happened to her? Like, you can see it all on my Facebook threads. And um, then I saw, already start, start, started to see the division of my friends, like the friends yeah. who were single that didn't have kids that supported me having the kid, but they were like, oh, just, you know, hush and do it, you know, trust the doctors. And then the moms who did have kids and followed the agenda, they stopped talking to me. So it started to get really alone. And then, um, and I kept trying to clean her up. Now, luckily the dad that was in the picture, 
he's just like, he was such a flake and he wasn't even around. He's like, whatever. So I got to do whatever <laughs> I felt right. was right for them. Yeah. I'm getting really loud about it. Sorry. But then when my son was around in 2013, again, the same doctor didn't push anything on me. I didn't even realize they were doing that to pregnant women. They're getting them in utero. They're starting the whole program. So it's like wow. neurologically, sometimes these babies don't stand a chance, but I do believe there's star seeds coming in. So my mm -hmm. son came in, I was adamant, like, we're out of here. And um, he doesn't, hasn't had one since, but the, the jabs of 10. And then when the agenda flipped in 2015, there was a big kickoff in California, SB 277. Basically, if you had a medical exemption or a religious exemption, it all got taken away. It didn't matter. And it was very quietly put through. Wow. There was a bunch of moms that went to the Capitol in Sacramento. We went, met Santa Monica um, on the city hall steps. That's where I met Del Bigtree. And that was in 15. And we're like, you can't pass this. You know, you're basically dismissing me. And one of the California laws is every child is right to a free and public education. But I was going to be denied any school anywhere, even private schools. So the little tiny Waldorf we were at kind of were like, just get us something in the, so your son can enroll because he was so yeah. young. So I went to a back alley and did the whole, here's a couple hundred dollars, write me an exempt before the law turned. So the exemption would go in. The law turned a couple months later. He's grandfathered in. And then 2020 hits. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, we're home now, but we can never go anywhere else because the laws are still in place. And when our school opened back up, they wound up complying. And I'm like, that's very anti-Rudolf Steiner and all of it. So I'm like, yeah. what are we supposed to do? <laughs> so I pretty much de-schooled for the first year, which means you unprogram. And my kids and I just got wow. used to each other again. And, you know, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I was spiraling from my whole body was atrophying. I was spiraling from that hectic um, motion picture lifestyle of no sleep and yeah. freelance. When's my next job? Um, so we just recovered for a year, basically. And I just surrendered and I'm like, gym class is going to be swimming in the pool. <laughs> We're going to watch the fruit grow and make smoothies. There's science. Like I, I was a preschool teacher. I wasn't a grades teacher. I'm going on a rant. Sorry. And oh, then um, that's when we started finding the others, like who has a skill that we can do. And Ooh. I set up a pod in my backyard in 2021, like tried anything we could to try to get them some sort of education. Cause I certainly wasn't doing the best job at it. But now in hindsight, I look back and I'm like, all they wanted was their mom's time and attention. They didn't want me to teach them things. They just wanted to know I was going to be there when they woke up, which didn't happen all the time. And that I was going to put them to bed. And then I was there for the day. And so that was new. new. Oops, did I freeze? Yeah, so yeah. it was, it was once I was like, but they have to be educated. <laughs> then I was like, what do we do? And we just found this beautiful enrichment center that's been around for six years and it's for homeschoolers. So basically they provide the classroom setting and the teacher and the curriculum, which is Steiner. And for just one to three days a week, you can go there and have the classroom experience. And then you spend the rest of the week doing enrichment, like maybe special classes or horseback riding or go meet your pod in the forest and go hiking with Kelly and her kids. Like it's really a lot of freedom. And um, that's what this is our second year. And I liked it so much. And I felt like I had to do something for the household that I started working there. So I work part time there now. So wow. the same times my kids are there, I'm there. Yeah. So that's that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. I, I'm just in shock of like the seizure thing. And then they wanted to put more poison yep. into her yep. because yep. what's so interesting before all of this and, and even before the whole jabby jab came out is that one of the big things with pharmaceuticals is if you, okay, if you have a slight reaction to it, they're like, be careful because your next reaction can be bigger. And then the next reaction is death, right? That is the, 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 basically the, the, the ladder to pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. If you have a reaction to something that's pretty severe, you do not go near that ever again and anything that surrounds that, right? Yeah, and it's in the fine print, which is a really big thing that's supposed to, an insert that's supposed to be given out, but it's not. A one sheet that the yeah. doctor's office made themselves with just bullet points is handed out. That's it. Yeah, and mm -hmm. then- the fact that they wouldn't even see that or correlate that or not want to, whatever, yeah. whatever their thing is, right, is like your daughter could have 
died to have mm-hmm. that big of a reaction the the next the next taking of that for that person's body would probably result in death like i can't take a certain uti antibiotic because the first time i took it i had a slight reaction the second time i took it i had a near going to the freaking er reaction mm-hmm. that i'm scared if i ever even take it ever again I'll just be like, like my body will just be like, see you later. And then with all of this, and especially, you know, the, the with the, with the whole thing that just went around of people mm-hmm. putting this poison into them is that they, they completely gaslit them and said, Hey, if you have a reaction, it's working on what planet In oh West, God, we've worst. never talked about that. And that's never been the case for as long as pharmaceuticals have been being given to people and then now it's switched and it means it's working? Like what in the actual fuck are you talking about? It's it's really, it's criminal. I knew in that moment too, like when I was pregnant and I had that old school, old lady Russian doctor, she had lights on. Like she was caught, she didn't have to say much, but she said everything because she we she was present and her light was on and we had this beautiful energy thing. The ones that I saw in the pediatrics, there was no light on. It was head in the paper and that's it. No human connection. And I was like, I don't entrust anybody here because they're not paying attention. And then I started researching the kickbacks they get. They literally get paid for everyone they get. Um, and of why they're reporting of, they weren't going to report anything that happened to her. They were just going to do it again, because if they give a report back, they're going to get their kickback taken away. Like I was just like, you mofos aren't here to help. This was insane. And they can't, I mean, I've pulled back and like really sat with it in holding Mm -hmm. space of compassion for people in that position. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I'm sure a lot of people went into it, into that career um, not knowing and thinking right. they really want to help and their heart right. is, you know, in the right place and has been in the right place, but under that world and okay, now they might have families and homes and things and they're the breadwinner or whatever their story of their life is, right? That they, they're like a rock in a hard place. So they have to check out like deep. Yeah. I'm sure there's some that are fully on board, hundred percent drinking all the Kool-Aid's but I'm sure there's a, there's a big percentage of them that are like, I didn't know. I just spent thousands of dollars to get here. How many years of my life I'm seeing that this is so messed up, but I don't have it in me to, or whatever their thing is to unplug. And they just have to put their head down and check out and do their job. Yeah. I think, I think that's the big thing though. Some check out and some just put their head down and do it, but others are like, I'm, I'm in the trenches. How can I flip it light? Or how can I do the work that I know I can do, which is illuminate others or spread the truth mm-hmm. by being in this position. That's how I felt in the end there at motion picture. They started calling me craftspiracy too. Cause I was talking about chemtrails and the ETs and everything. <laughs> That's the best name. It was like, depending on who, how I delivered it. And I always had good product too. I was putting out, I did my job really well. Some heard me and I was like, So I know I have a friend who's in the public school system here in LA and she's a teacher within it and she doesn't have a choice to leave because of her financials. So Mm -hmm. she's in there, closes the door and those are her students. Mass, this went off. She talks to them. She treats them humanely. I'm like, okay, you're, you're in the, in the industry flipping it now. Like Mm -hmm. you're doing what you got to do. Um, and then there's some medically that chose to walk away and others are like, well, I'm going to give as much information of the truth while I'm in it until they fire me, then I, then I'll do that. I happen to have some cousins who are first responders and some, you know, they, we do not align the same in our belief systems. However, when I was out there soon after this whole pandemic, um, they sat, their lights are on and they believe one whole way, but they sat and listened. And that's what I appreciated. I'm like, they, we had a conversation. They like, I didn't know that about your daughter. I didn't know that there are nefarious reasons behind this. So they have to make their own decisions now, but they were listened to at least the information. They weren't like blah, 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 check out. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's a slow, arduous process, but that I, to me is part of the awakening. You illuminate others so that they can awaken to these truths and make decisions 
those that are just informative decisions, like informative decisions. Yeah. I mean, look at all sides. And if your side is still, you believe that way, then, Hey, you did your thing and that's where your meter lies, then Mm -hmm. own it. Right. And go for it. But go for it. And don't treat others like crap Mm -hmm. because that's where we lost our humanity. I've never seen more vicious people and the infighting and the behavior of others than to those over their personal decision. I'm like, what happened to sovereignty here? Like we're divine sovereign beings. We're creator beings of free will. How dare you inflict your beliefs onto me? And that's what happened the last couple of years. That's why people divided. That's how we found each other. Because mm-hmm. we're like, gosh, I just want to love. <laughs> I'm not I, like for me, love. like, I mean, I've had, you know, I think we've all been in positions having people like attack us in one way or another. And it's like, I'm like, really? All I want is to see people healthy. It's part of my purpose. It's why I do what I do and in my healings and what I offer for services and, you know, the, the information that I give, I just want to see people healthy and happy and live full lives. And that's where my intention in my heart is. Right. And it's like to, to give information, even just to like how to live a little bit more naturally in, in whatever world is that wrong. Right. Like in, in, like Mm -hmm. I'm, evil because I want to keep my body pure. I had a neighbor who she thought that like everything with me against the the jab was um, just to be an asshole, right? Just to go against the system or the, the society, right? Just being a yeah. rebel, right? I, had some and of I, was those, like, yeah. I was like, no, actually almost every pharmaceutical I've ever taken, I've gotten a reaction from. I can barely even take Advil. Like my body doesn't want foreign things in it on any level. I have a cap on my tooth. I've had problems with this cap on my tooth the minute it got put on my tooth. Like as much as I wanted big boobs growing up, like I don't think I could ever go down the path of get, I mean, for many reasons, but one of the things to get like fake boobs, for instance, right? Right, I know my body will reject them. I got on birth control for a year when I started dating my ex-husband, my body whacked the fuck out. Like anything that I put as a foreign substance in my body, that's not of nature and of this earth, my body flips out since I was a little girl. It doesn't want it. It doesn't need it. Well, sometimes it needs it. Like the time I did the UTI, I was like failing on a kidney infection and I had no other choice. Like my herbs weren't working, but I also look back and I was dealing with a lot of really emotional stuff back then. And just, there was a lot going on, but I only go that route as if I'm to the nth degree, like there's like, I'm at a space where it's like, okay, I know that I'm like, you know, but then my body doesn't want it. Right. It's, So, and then I was explaining all this to her. So I go, you know, a lot of people that are against it, it's not that they're just against it. Yes, there is. We all have that as well. You're not going to tell me what to do with my body, but also you have to look at a bigger picture. There's people that just can't for whatever their personal reasons are. They're not doing it to just be an asshole. They legitimately can't. I'm terrified of that. I'm terrified of putting that in my body and what it's going to do to my body. Yeah. Aside from thinking it's wrong and, you know, and all the other things, but even just that, like when, if it really came down to it, no, I'm absolutely fucking terrified. Yeah. I, I believe with all my heart, my dad would still be here, but it's the big pharma mafia that took him out. And I think there's hundreds of thousands, millions, if not of people that would still be here if we did not have the big pharma mafia. And do you remember, um, the nineties, maybe it was Saturday Night Live sketch of a happy fun ball. Do you remember no, that happy fun I ball? We just did one of their funny, like, well, I Saturday Night Live is a whole nother subject, but it's like a fake commercial. But it was like a, a, just a ball. Kids are playing. Happy fun ball, may cause. Do, 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 do. It was like gave everything near death, bleeding out of the eyes, bleeding out of the anus, like all this stuff. But everyone's like, but it's a happy fun ball. Cut to our big farmer commercials today. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they are. And so it was like around 2015 when I'm on city hall steps and my daughter's in a stroller holding a sign saying, hear us now. <laughs> I was like, Rawr! like mama bear, like, come on, everybody. Wait. Like I was angry, mm-hmm. the angry mom. But then by the time 2020 hit, I did the angry thing. All that did was scare people away, scared mm-hmm. even some of my family members away. So people were not hearing my, but you got to try this, try this or get off of this. And people are dying. 
So by 2020, when the agenda kicks off and then 2021, 2022, when all these other mandates and protocols come in, I'm like, we're divine sovereign beings of free will. You have a choice. This, this, whether you think you're not the fancy words say one thing, but you do have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, have you looked at other options? Like I was just, my delivery was a little more gentle because mm-hmm. I realized I want people to hear me and what happened all over all my social medias, I'm taken down, censored, banned because more people were listening. Mm-hmm. If I was just like angry, I can see why I would get three 90 day in a row jail sentences on Facebook, which I did in 2021. But I wasn't angry. I was making videos like this saying, let's mm-hmm. look at the evidence. And here's my experience. Here's my human experience. And the other people, I want to share my human experience. We get cut out. I'm like, that is a red flag. And I hope some people can recognize how, because why would you censor somebody if they're just if it's not true. wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't so care. So I was you would like, want this them is to. a theory. Yeah. This is a global, the shot heard around the world game. Like this is. This is huge. And it isn't just Agenda 21. Now Agenda 30 is officially kicked off. We're going to gear up to Agenda 50 and it's not even to 2050. So I'm like, they're running out of their gains and agendas. I just have to ride this smooth as can be, stay in the heart, illuminate others if mm-hmm. I can, but I can't run around with a pitchfork anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like those days are over. You, you all have a choice now and it's up to you making good decisions. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, like we just don't know what it what it'll take in people's lives and to for their great awakening and whatever Mm -hmm. that looks like for them like we can't control that and their timeline might need to go down certain avenues or paths or this or that to have to get them to their ascension right and All we can do, I feel like at this point is hold the space and lead from the front and just keep walking the talk and going and gathering with like-minded souls so we don't go crazy, right? Yeah. And and just really hold a lot of compassion and a lot of space for for people. And some, I believe in their soul contracts have chosen to wake up in this lifetime and some have not. And that's for Mm -hmm. everyone's own thing. And, you know, our army of of light beings and star seeds is is growing and the lights are being turned on more and more just like you know the gentleman um just for purposes i don't want to just like throw his name out there obviously i'm not going to say his last name but the gentleman that was at jenny's birthday you know and he just recently had his awakening right and certain things came into place for him that just like he was in a completely different place like a year ago, you know, and then just completely woke up and was like, wait, what is happening? What is this? You know? And it's just us being available and being there and having these conversations and holding space for people when, wherever they are on their journey or timeline. Cause it might take people at 2030 agenda to have the awakening. It might take some other people at 2050. I don't know if we're really going to get that far. I think as more and more of us wake up and hold in a different timeline, I I really think we can route ourselves away from all of that because it is almost like Austin Powers, um, Mr. Evil. Was that what his name? Mr. E, Dr. Evil. Who's like, send in the... And then it's like the next thing, send in the... You know, what was it? Like murder hornets came in the middle (laughs) of everything. What? Like, what do you... You know, and I feel like they are, they're just like running out of things because, you know, the, the funniest thing I think about the pandemic is like, and shutting people off and taking them out of their jobs and taking them like, they're going to think like, yeah, it did absolutely put fear into people that, which caused the divide. Right. So that partially worked on their plan. But where it backfired is like you take people out of their rat race, you slow them down so much where they have time now to research because you did this in an age where like there's all this technology and ways to find information and people to communicate even more because now they're not even like looking at their job. Like it was like the biggest backfire plan. And divine. I still think divine now. Still that had to happen. It had to happen. It had to happen. It's still happening. I mean, yeah. it shifted my life. I wasn't really a, like the only way I like where I freaked out during the shutdown and not having my job was I was, and this is something I've been working through for a couple of years now is, is the financial aspect and we're getting over my fears of scarcity and, 
you know, credit card stuff and all I've had to work through so many layers, but that's where I didn't care that I was like sitting at home alone and not having to go to work. I was like, thank God. I was like, just maxed out before this happened. I just like went into a more thing about the financial aspect of not having enough money come in to, to cover my overhead. Cause I live alone and I have a dog and, mm-hmm. um, but for me, that also sent me down on a path to work through a fear of mine that I work through some ancestral stuff to heal a certain lineage of on scarcity and on like being so plugged into to that financial programming. Right. But having that time to just be able to be like, oh, once I came out of it and I tried to go back to the restaurant and worked and try, you know, it was like, it's kind of like, OK, everything's open. You have to go back to that old life my whole body was like, I can't go back to having a chaotic life and running around and trying to like work myself to the bone. Like that doesn't feel in alignment anymore. Exactly. That was like the same thing with feeding the cabal. I'm like, after all that I said before lockdown on set and they called me craftspiracy, I'm going to come back in a muzzle with packaged foods. Like, yeah, it's like tail between my legs. But that's where the divine timing comes in too, because then my giant came in our life just before the lockdown. Mm. We eloped just before. And that is how I could take a breath because I would have been in, again, survival mode. I probably would have left town though and just gone to my sisters or something. But um, I'm able to stay. I'm able to keep my kids where their roots are. And like you were saying, what's that big thing that woke you up? It is my kids because it's them coming in and me seeing the world through their eyes and see what medical was trying to do to them that made me just pour it all in. I mean, everything from not just 3D Big Pharma Mafia, but the galactic slave system, like international galactic slave trade system. I was going that far. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Pizzagate and all those things. But I mean, I was studying Max Spears and Max Eigen, like anybody I could to just, I was, couldn't sleep, just taking in everything. It was like, I opened up and I just soaked it all in. Isn't it like, I feel like 2020, like that having the time to myself, I stepped into my gifts even more things I was putting off and spirits like do this, do this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to like, you know, whatever. It was like the download or it was like, even like the, like I was being given by spirit breadcrumbs. Okay. Go over here. Okay. Learn that. Okay. Now that's going to lead you that that's going to lead you that that's going to lead you to that. That's and it was just like this massive amount of information that I feel like I put myself through a PhD in like a year. Yes, that's it. I had one downfall though. When I was doing that binging, it was like 15, 16, 14, 15, 16, really. I was drinking a lot. Mm. And that, so I was opening, as I'm studying the dark, I'm bringing in the dark. So that I had to, when I had to have that serious wake up call, cause then it became manic. I was like, I remember right calling my sister. I'm like, you have to understand they're eating the children in the middle of the night. And she's just like, so now that I'm not drinking, I can deliver the information. So there's this slave system. Yeah. <laughs> I get here to heard more. But even 2016, so when that kicked off and I saw what happened with the election and every healer person that could tap into the quantum, including myself, you know, all of us were like, he's not of the dark. Like there's mm-hmm. something shifting here. Mm-hmm. And then you saw the people divide and I no longer was like, I was still soaking in the information like a maniac, but I was very careful who I was sharing it with until 2018. And I went full postal online again and started getting shut down. But I forgot where I was going with that. Just the mania of soaking in the drinking part. I had to like cut that out to close Mm -hmm. myself off to to really process. I was not processing. I was just in constant motion. And I think, I also think that is what opened up our old apartment up. So my son started having night terrors and Mm -hmm. visitors from other races. Mm -hmm. Like he had a traumatic round because I feel I was opening up this crazy darkness. It was, I was my, it was my coping mechanism at the time and not having that anymore. It's like, now I can go fully into the healing and alchemizing and transmuting. Mm -hmm. And, and I want to teach the kids how to do that. So that comes in. You also said about the star seeds. I know that they coming in was part of my awakening and it was for their dads too, but he chose not to, and he's not in our life. He Mm -hmm. chose to opt out, but I know there's so we're surrounded by these star seeds waiting to come in and they're, they're coming in, they're on the transition team. They're coming in to flip the frequency and assist us in, you know, changing into this higher dimensional living. And so when people get right with that, (laughs) you know, 
now you see why they want to jab them in utero, why they want to jab them the first second they come out. And they need at least three weeks to just get their body like forming and breathing and all that stuff. But they want to get them. And I'm like, oh my God, that's because even they know these star seeds are coming in to change the trajectory of our planet. So the mission of protecting them and bringing them in safely and sovereignly, that's like become the whole new mission now. And it's like, now I'm working with trying to do the education systems, do things completely off grid with that and nothing through the state. But now medically we see, I see a lot of moms and and dads and any woman that's anybody who's passionate about changing the future here, they're getting into protecting the kids medically and giving them choices so that they feel like they don't have to follow what their everyone else does and what everyone else did. They can try something new. So it's really all about really, I think, for me in this stage of the game, to develop, if we don't have it now, then you have to create it yourself. But it's all about getting this path for the kids right now. Because if they're the ones that are going to be taking care of me when I'm old, and they're the ones that are stepping into new businesses, and just that alone, teaching them, you don't have to work for the man. You can be the man. (laughs) That like turns light bulbs in their head, like creator beings to show them that they are creator beings as children instead of sit and be quiet and memorize. Now take a test. Now you fall in this category, total old systems. They're going away. Stop playing, stop imagining. You have to shut off and learn dumb Mm -hmm. things that don't mean anything. Yeah. 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 So there's so much hopium now, I feel. It's like so much more light if we, and I think those children and babies that have been scarred or maimed or their lights been trying to turn off we can get it back on they are yeah they are meant to regenerate just like us I -hmm. look back at like me and my own life right and I came in with an awareness I've known that I've known I could see things and understand things um since I was a very little age um because I was raised Catholic and that didn't resonate even at two years old right and Mm -hmm. I just I would look at the adults around me. And I would see that I, I just knew that I knew things that they didn't know. And I saw the world that no one else saw it the same until I got older and found my people. And if I look back at how many different programs were put in place, you know, I was born in 1980. So on my trajectory, right. And, you know, we were vaccinated as kids, right. And different things, um, you know, like I drank a lot and I did drugs and when I was a teenager and stuff and I did this and I did that. Um, We ate really shit food growing up just because my mom didn't know better. It wasn't for any reason, just like that was the food, like the most sugary filled cereals with the dyes and the blah, 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 right? Yeah. All these things. Don't know about, yeah. yeah. The fluoride. We didn't know, you mm-hmm. know, you swish your mouth with the fluoride at the dentist office yeah. and we're brushing with the whatever. Remember act one or act? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that filled the cup. Yeah. So <laughs> like night. think of all these things, even in our own lives that we're being slammed with and slammed with and slammed with to even help like have us not remember or wake up. And yeah. the fact that I still through all the programming through the school and the programming through socialization, just like, oh, you need to think like this and the running around of Hollywood and the all the things that are thrown at me, the fact that I was still able to stay awake, yeah. awaken more and call bullshit, even in my own mind where I had no one else to be like, hey, are you kind of looking at this, you know, and seeing that this is weird, like, I would just have conversations with my myself. Like, I don't really agree with that. And I think that's weird. I remember the day one time out of nowhere, cause I never watched the news. And I think I saw the news somewhere and there was a flash of like some guy that they said that killed some girl. And I'm like, how do we, that was like my first time where I really looked at it. I'm like, how do we not know that this is completely fucking made up? How do we not know that this girl really exists somewhere and she got killed? And I never talked to, I did never talked about it out loud. I just had the thought within myself. And it was like, I don't know if I believe this. Mm-hmm. That's it. But you're inside and like, am I in a- So I'm like, <laughs> even if they try to get these children so young with all this shit, I don't believe that even 
they might succeed with some, but I don't think they're going to get them all, even if they no. do get them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I really yeah. don't believe so because I'm yeah. like, if unconsciously, if all this stuff was thrown at us mm-hmm. and we and didn't we know shit, we didn't have the internet, we didn't have anything and we yeah. still awakened and we still held our light. Maybe we were delayed a little bit to parts of ourselves, but they yeah. didn't fully get us. You could not, I was always a rebel. No yeah, one yeah, could yeah. unrebel me under any circumstances. I've always questioned everything, no matter what. And sometimes I've had to change my stance. Like I, I thought this was this way. I got more information. I'm like, okay, that's da, 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 da. I just didn't have all the information. I'm okay with saying I was wrong. I'm okay with saying like, ooh, but that's all the information I had at the moment. So of course I would believe that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just believe that I really do in my heart. Like we're going to come up with technology. The kids are still going to like be their awakened selves. Some might not you know, mm-hmm. there's still like, soul contracts. Mm-hmm. There's still soul contracts for all of those children. And, you know, the parents who are having, everybody's got them. Mm-hmm. So some are going to perish. Some are going to be very difficult lessons for their families. And they've been doing that for a while. I do have to share one thing. Cause I I'm 74 baby. And, um, once I, Charlie had her thing, once I started getting really active, activist about the jabs and things, my mom sent me my little card. And just silently, she was like, I think it was the MMR that did it to you. Because when I was a baby, I had got this crazy head to toe um, eczema, which is is gone now since 2020. So no stress. Um, But I was head to toe. I couldn't have any clothes, no sheets on my bed. I would just sit in my crib and cry like for hours. No one could touch me. Like it was misery. And then I have to say when I was 21 years old and um, it was or almost 22, it was 1996 and my brother was born and it's my same parents. Like he came out of nowhere. And so we had 21, 22 year difference wow. and he's a nineties baby. And what I saw, my mom felt like she was old according to everybody. So she wanted to follow what everybody's doing, but it was new agenda. And I saw his light flick because I was got to be there his first four or five years from three to four years old something happened. And then later I researched that's when aluminum was introduced into these. We didn't have those. We didn't have aluminum in ours. We were still maimed by them, but they were also every six months, maybe one of them. They do four or five at a time now. And now there's aluminum and there's stuff in them like mercury. If you get a thermometer that breaks, you have a hazmat suit and you know, you can't be around it, but they're injecting mercury. So I'm I'm watching my brother and his classmates and all of a sudden, enter stage left, autism, ADHD, like all these things that were never around before. And then we also had those crazy foods and stuff, but I do believe that the manufacturers started weaponizing them more. Like I, I'm sure we have the dyes and things, but we still mm-hmm. had ingredients that we could somewhat read. Mm-hmm. Some of the fake foods started getting really strong, right? In the 80s and 90s because of latchkey kids and like mm-hmm. on the go, everybody's working. So make food on the go. So here come the processing. Oh, can you let him out? <laughs> Quickly. He's got to go to the bathroom. Sorry. <laughs> that usually happens every <laughs> She's running downstairs. Anyway, the, the, the poisoning of the Max on top of that with the food that he, that he was eating, like you could just see. And he's a big pharma patient now. Like he wow. fully indoctrinated. We are totally different in that sense. Fully yeah. big pharma since then. He's been a patient. Because now you have to regulate him. Now you, I go, oh, I see what they did there. Yep. Get him to not do it. It's all, they Trading have to have their customers own Customers for life, really. Yes. You're, you're yes. completely dependent. Yeah. 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 Totally. It's really heartbreaking. It's really yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. It's genocide. Yeah. You know, it's genocide. And here's another wave of it. So none of this was surprising. Oh, this is how they're going to do it. Oh, I see. Because I do remember 45 pushing therapeutics and light therapy and um, drink your bleach. To me, that's hydrochlorine dioxide, you know, oxidize your blood, antiparasitics. We were told, but you still have a choice. And so it's become this mass wave of either you're awakening or you're going downhill really fast. Mm -hmm. And so that's painful to watch because you have the information. You just have to have people ready enough to receive it. 
So the focus, all my focus just went, okay, what can I do? I need to be solution-based or I'm going to drive myself crazy again. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, I can help formulate the new earth conscious parenting. Boom. There's the mission, Mm -hmm. but I'll have all that stuff in my back pocket so I can deliver it here. So I can deliver it to whoever is seeking advisement. I have gotten private messages. Heidi, how do you get around this? I go, I don't subscribe to it in the first place. Like the mandates or school mandates. Mm -hmm. I go, I don't Mm -hmm. choose those schools because they discriminate and, you know, I'm not, you know, because, oh, like, well, then what do you do? I go, I go to it somewhere else (laughs) or create it myself. Like I can back pocket teach now, not in your face, boom. So, um, and more people are seeking. And like you said, though, some, this is not their contract. It's not this year that they're going to be awakening. So they might be in the way or put in the way to throw you off course or to make you question, to make you stand firmer in your beliefs, whatever the case may be, everyone still serves a purpose, Mm -hmm. but once they no longer in your journey, you, you should be able to get them out of your energy field so you can continue to grow and illuminate. Yeah. And just, (laughs) and to know that there's like so many others out there that, you know, are on the same path, even if you live somewhere that's like, doesn't feel like, you know, that you're just alone. It's like, no, there's, there's many, they just, a lot of people don't want to talk about it because they don't want to lose their social, I don't want to stay status, but you know what I mean? Like their place in society and, um, some lose jobs. You know, I was very lucky that I I was still loud online, but I was still able to, well, I also was in charge of my own company, but um, that's where I do find social media can be flipped light as well. Cause yes, that was weaponized Mm -hmm. and we are attacked through it. However, there's also very small groups that are forming and finding each other on them. You just plug in your things and you can pretty much find a group for anything. And then you can get into your safe, find the others and then get into a safe space that you can communicate and feel trusted. But I mean, when I say people, when I see people go, um, I can't use messenger cause they're watching and all this stuff. I'm like, they're watching everywhere. Like every street. Like, I every- don't care anymore. Everywhere. I have nothing to hide. Like yeah. they know my stance at this point. I'm like, whatever. Like listen to my podcast, like plug into like, one of my like- phone calls, you know, <laughs> like whatever. I'm like, they know yeah. who I am. They know yeah. I am. I'm like, they haven't taken me in by now. Yeah, and then it really like, helped with the green card meeting with the giant. I were going in. It was right before lockdown, like weeks. And um, we're walking in. I go, should I just ask them if they saw our WhatsApp chat? Because they saw a lot of like special pictures. They know we're really together. You know, because it's all naughty or something. Yeah. He's like, just don't say any of those things. <laughs> but we were in and out of there in like five minutes. I'm like, they knew we were a couple. So, cause they can watch and see, but that also kind of messed me up a long time ago. When I knew that I knew how much they are plugged into us already. AI started taking over ages ago and the NSA and all that, and still perpetrators walk. And that's when I'm like, oh, the perpetrators are involved in those programs and the alphabet agencies and our government and our medical community. Like they're all harming children or you know, they're not taking the bad guys in. They're trying to silence me. Oh my gosh. They're, oh, this is really big. And then it's like dot connect, dot connect, dot connect. Crazy stuff. This get really bright. And I think it's another storm's coming through. Woohoo! Yeah, it got really dark here too. Like um, on my family's yeah. walk this morning, it, it was like the rain stopped and like the sun was slightly peeking through. And then all of a sudden it's just like, it's gotten really cold in my house again. And then like, it's just kind of like, as we've been talking, like getting darker and darker. Oh my gosh. We, I saw some flurries. We had flurries up here. We did. Yeah. They were, I wanted to wake the kids, but they were sleeping, but I took, tried to take, catch pictures of a flurry. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> anyway I ranted a lot but I no I think it's beautiful and it's been really fun hanging out with you and going down the rabbit hole with you because you've had such a powerful voice throughout all this and you don't stop stopping which I love and yeah yeah, you've been walking this walk for a long time yeah Yeah. it's like it yeah Yeah. because she was born 2010 yeah 13 years so it's like yeah, just, you know, it's like, we're all meant in our spaces and places and our experiences and what we have to bring to just keep holding the fort. Yeah. Because like I was saying earlier, I, I really don't believe certain timelines have to play out because we're so much more powerful than, than we've been told. 
and we realize, yeah. you know, and yeah. power in numbers and we just keep doing our do and offering, you know, our light and our knowledge and our services and whatever that looks like and holding space for others who need to come find us. So Heidi's information will be in the show notes that you can start plugging into her show, <laughs> her high vibe, the human experience hangout. I just I want to, it. <laughs> hey, if it makes me do that every time, I'm like, I that's, mean, why that's not? It, right. That is the oh, point. And look at it. Yeah, lights you open, up. Like open the crown chakra. Yeah. And Flash. especially if, if you have kids and you have any questions, like I'll put Heidi's social connects on here and reach out to her. And yeah, she's a wealth of knowledge. She's been, you know, fighting the good fight and holding space and yeah. And so, healing. Thanks yeah. to beautiful practitioners such as yourself. Thank so you. thank you yes. for that. Yeah. Yes. We're all kind of assisting each other on this we and really are. that's why we can weigh show. We're like, we've done the sludgy. Let yeah. us show you how we can move forward. And, and like, I just love, it's like, it is like really working together and it's like, oh, you're strong over here. Okay. You, you know, and then you're like how you do with your homeschooling and stuff, right? Like yeah. I'm coming back to really community of what community has been so lost and it's rebuilding that and re understanding what that means of like, you know, really honoring and utilizing each other's talents and each other's knowledge. We're not meant to be yeah. one person with one same way and one belief system, really. It's like yeah. the beauty of all of it. That's what's so dumb about the divide. It's like, I want to know your side. Oh, how do you see it? Like your eyes are completely different than my eyes. Your human experience is completely different from where you come from, from who raised you, from what's in your lineage, from what are your traumas? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can see how you would see that that's that way because you come from this and then we're over, you know, and like, okay, what can you bring your knowledge from that to, you know, it's like, I think it yeah. would be really boring to be with the exact same people. You know what I mean? If they're, like, they're trying to, that's the trying. trans like, what, <laughs> what fun is that? You know, I, like, know. I like yeah. I, my life, like dating different races and cultures and like belief systems just to even like oh there's more to talk about we have like we're not exactly the same what do you have to bring to the table we didn't grow up yeah. the same way we didn't you know I mean it's, it's and we fun. all educate each other and build up yeah. our own file of rolodex of information in our brains by having all these it's basically sharing our human experience we all yeah. have them we're all yeah. still in this meat suit navigating this Right. We're light beings. Yeah. We're creative beings. And, and we're we from all come all from different planets. Yeah. But it's from stellar systems. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I, I, I still, some days it gets doom and gloom, you know, but I really do have hope for humanity and the future and that this is all on purpose. And sometimes I have to unplug from the truth or stuff a little bit just to like recalibrate sure. and hold the light and like, yep. I can't follow timelines. Like if people are giving dates too much, oh my like, gosh. Okay, I like, yeah. and a lot of them haven't played out. So once I started seeing that by certain people out there, like throwing out exact dates and like by this day, you know, this is going to, I'm like, okay, let's unplug from the timelines because the mile markers of the 30 and the 50. Yes. Okay. We know things are coming down the pipeline, but the fact that like, if we get too hooked on like, Oh, November 16th of 2023, this is, you know what I mean? We aren't giving ourselves room to shift and to grow and to maneuver and to totally. expand away from that. And you're just creating everyone to think doom and gloom on that day. So guess what so could possibly become happen? Because we've all put the experience on, right? Yes, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Like that's so, the thing about like psychic yeah. readings and like a grown psychic reader will tell you it's like at any moment, your timeline can shift because of a choice you made. So even if I'm seeing this on this timeline for you, right. And I'm intuitively picking up X, Y, and Z, you can literally pick yourself up, turn just even like a five degree angle and go down that path. And literally that reading that that psychic gave you is no longer going to be valid because yep. you didn't just subscribe to that timeline. It's that yeah, yeah. fluid and shifting, right? It's that fluid and we're in control because we have choices. We're creators, like we're meant to pivot. And mm -hmm. that's why they say, raise your frequency and believe in and become that which you want to be because then it'll all line up and all the right people get in line. That's the alchemy I like to play with now. 
because I've seen with my own eyes, especially with the sober, clear heart and head, I can see it happening. I've manifested. I'm like, oh, like just this past week, um, I, cause there's been a thing at the center. We're like, well, what do we do for high school? Like we're, we're capped at eighth grade and the creators created this and are, they're about to hit eighth grade. The ones who opened the center and we're all like, we got to start manifesting. So this week I met this woman who goes, by the way, I was talking to you. I just feel aligned to share with you, my friend. And she's in charge of high schools and the homeschooling, like this whole umbrella wow. business. And I'm like, I, I, I am not surprised you're telling me this right now. Yeah. So like we have a, an interview plan to talk and I'm like, thank you. And then you give gratitude and you thank mm -hmm. all that is and yourself for aligning and being specific with what you do want. And you can manifest, you can that, alchemy. It's they magic. just come in and help out. Right. Yeah. It's, it can be yeah. that quickly. And I do it can be I that quick. You. And you'll miss it. You miss it if you're doom and gloom. You miss it if you're stuck on everybody else and dates and things. You'll mm -hmm. miss the angels that come in to help you. A hundred percent. And it's it's really, and the, it is the clearer you get because I haven't drank now for over three years. And the clearer that I've gotten my system and the more work that I've done on myself and the more I've cleared out energetically and, and traumas and, you know, going through like, unpacking the like stuff that's been just shoved back because you're drinking and not thinking about it and just surviving really right how fast that's happening I need help with something or even be something small and then all of a sudden it just like comes in yeah and it's like oh wow it really is that fast and that easy isn't it interesting it's like oh, this yeah. is a superpower but everybody's yeah. got it yeah. And what's so crazy this, I'm just going to like tell you this quick story is because it's pretty, it, it was such a teacher for me about five years ago when I was working at the restaurant, there was one of our regulars that was coming in and he was like, so like wanting to find his person and he's a little older. Right. And I, I said to him one day, I'm like, I think she's going to look like nothing that you think. So like you think you're dating all these girls that look like this. Cause he'd bring them in, you know? And then he'd always ask us, like, what do you think about her? I'm like, I think she's going to look totally different. So he did meet this girl. She looks totally different. Anyway, I got a flash of them getting pregnant and having this baby girl. And she would be mixed race. And she was gorgeous, right? And she came to me so strongly. Well, then the the woman finds out she's pregnant. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally, when you guys first started dating, like this little girl came to me and she flashed in my face and she's absolutely gorgeous. And now you're pregnant. Well, they end up having a boy. And I was like, that was weird. I mean, it was so strong of this like little girl. Then I started like kind of second guessing like my messages, right? Mm. My intuition. And then the baby was born during the pandemic and they've now left. They don't live in LA anymore. And then I see on social media that they, um, they had another child. Right. And I'm like, they, then the child's born and it's another boy. And I'm like, this is so weird. Like what is with that baby girl? You know? Then I forgot about it and time goes on. And three weeks ago, out of nowhere, they enter my mind. And I was like, I wonder if they're going to have a third baby. And whatever happened to that baby girl? Because like, I've seen her face, like she's stunning, right? And I'm like, huh, I don't know. And then I just like, cause that's what happens. Sometimes I just randomly think of someone and randomly think something about them. And then I like move on in life. And then they put on social, she puts out that she's pregnant again. <laughs> and I wrote to them, I go, that's so weird. I didn't know you were pregnant because they live in Texas now. And I was like, but like, you know, remember when that baby girl came to me, like when you guys were dating and then you got pregnant, I'm like, she came to me again. So like, and, and I, and about you guys being pregnant. And I was like, so I, like, I knew you guys were pregnant again with not knowing. I said, but if I'm wrong about the sex this time, then I'm just not good with my intuition and what the sex of the baby's supposed to be. Then she posts three days ago that the baby and like her and him both like kind of like hearted my message to them. Oh, I think it was on his Instagram. And then she posted that they're having a baby girl. Oh, so like, I was like, okay, that just like, that just taught me with my intuition. Like, yes, I picked up on something, but I picked up on it five years 
like the future, like before, you know what I mean? So I wasn't wrong. It was just what the, the, the person, the spirit that I was picking up on wasn't coming till like a lot later, which was like a really interesting thing because for so long, I'm like, how can I be so wrong? Like it was, you know what I'm like? questioning my own gifts right and then spirits now showing me no you don't need to question them you just don't know the timelines of things and that's fine because like (laughs) you weren't meant to we didn't give Mm -hmm. you the timeline you just saw the spirit yeah but it's like yeah it's just like really using and utilizing our superpowers and and kind of not questioning and allowing life to like play out and unfold the way that divine plan needs to play out. And it's like, we can see the future that I think that we want and that we know is there and what we came here to create, but we don't know when that's going to happen. Right. That's it. And we just have to allow the things to play out in the divine plan Mm -hmm. and just hold the vision of what we want and what we see. Yes. And stay super clear and lined up so you can get those hits and that, you know, get that intuition. Like that lady who's like, I don't know why, but I'm supposed to connect you with this woman. And I'm like, well, that's funny. We were just talking about manifesting homeschool and that's who it does. But she, the lady who giving me the message was like, I'm just supposed to tell you this. Yeah. Like, like just, you don't know just how the... much that helps. Yeah. yeah. We could be doing that for so many people. So yeah. many. And it's so magical. Well, I'm going to have us wrap this up because I do have a client coming over here soon and I need to reset my house here for her. Thank you so much. Thank Um, you. Yeah, don't hang up at the end. I'm going to click off of this and then connect with you. I think it's hail. I think it's hailing. Like, I think something's coming again. Wow. Yeah, the rain just started really hard right now. It's coming down. Yeah. But thank you for everyone watching and listening. And we will all talk with you again soon. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.